0: Hey everybody! Welcome to listening Money Matters, filling your ear holes with finance juice. My name is Matt, and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you? and What are you drinking this afternoon, evening?
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm great, man, and I am polishing off the end of my extremely strong gin and tonic. Extremely
0: strong gin and tonic, and this it, is a uh, it's mostly
1: yeah, it's yeah. it's mostly gin. And I, the tonic was wafted over.
0: I tell you, I, I told you, uh, blue coat gin from Philadelphia, excellent.
1: I'm going in on that, dude.
0: You know, I actually should have, I should have got that as my as my drink of choice today. But I'm mm. actually drinking an alcoholic beverage. It's been a long time. What I know, uh, I'm drinking sake. We had some leftover sake from sushi the other night. I'm going to drink a little bit of that. I'm going to drink it cold, even though I like it warm. I'm going to drink it cold. So before we get started, if you have any questions about personal finance, including income, debt, budgeting, or investing, shoot us an email with your question to listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. Also, we want submissions for catchphrases at the beginning of the show, today being filling your ear holes with finance juice. That was mine. And uh, it's a little weird, but <laughs> hey, we want weird. We want off the wall. it's It's better. It's fun. And uh, you can send those submissions to our Twitter account, which is at Money Matters Man. And we really want to hear from you guys. We want questions. We want to get you guys on the show. We just want to hear from you. So send us an email. Money matters at gmail dot com. We have a guest on the show today. His name is Joel Larsgaard from SaveOutsideTheBox.com with a brand new fancy web design. I like it a lot. And Joel, yeah, Joel's a fellow beer connoisseur. So I got to ask, what are you drinking?
2: So, uh, right now, and because I'm uh, on a recent stricter budget, I'm drinking Sierra Nevada Torpedo, which in my mind is the best budget IPA.
0: You know, I love Sierra Nevada. You cannot go wrong with that.
2: I I totally agree, man. If we want to just talk about beer for a half hour, I can do that as well. Did you have their Narwhal, the stout?
0: No, but I did. I, you know what? No, but I did have Sleight of Hand, which is their black IPA.
2: Okay. That stout, man, I was so surprised because when I think of Sierra Nevada, I think of hoppy, more sure. IPA-style beers, and, and that stout – Blew my mind. It was fantastic. Really, I'm. I don't
0: even know if they sell that around me because Sierra Nevada is California. So,
2: are you? Where are you at? Atlanta. Yeah, we st- we get them down here. So. Really. Yep. Well, you got they that- got good stuff, man. They're they're moving up my list.
0: You know, and they've they're one of the originals.
2: They they are like the original, right? Yeah. Uh, for craft beer, for craft I mean, they yeah. they started the started the whole revolution. It seems like. Yeah.
0: So I mean, I like I said, if there's ever a time when I just can't decide. I usually end up going with the Sierra Nevada. I love their Rye IPA. Um, I love that's a their, great one. Their standard Pale Ale is
2: excellent. I I totally agree, man. That's a they're, they're an underrated craft craft brewery for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. So uh, we won't be talking about beer all day, but we we should. We <laughs> <I> could <really laughs> want to. But what we're going to talk about saving money without cramping your lifestyle. So. You're not cramping your lifestyle right now because you're drinking a torpedo IPA from Sierra
2: Nevada, exactly. But you're still on a budget, right? Uh, on a on a new stricter budget, a new uh, stricter one. Yeah. So so, if I actually did write a post at one point about why I don't budget, um, which was interesting to most most folks in the financial blogosphere, uh, and I, I listed some tips for reasons why, if if you do a few different things. You you don't even have to budget actually uh, if you if you uh, bring in more than you spend and and you uh, you just basically don't buy nice things mm-hmm. <laughs> you can you can actually get away without having a budget but I have decided that I actually want to save even more at this point in my life and I can't really do that without budgeting so now I'm now I'm actually on a budget
0: interesting because I am on that I'm in the same camp
2: I, I don't budget. Which it's is over, sacrilege in this in I this think, industry? You know? huh? yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's overrated. I think, I, but I, I I think here's here's the thing, Matt. I think most most people, and I said this in in, in my article. I think most people need to budget because most mm-hmm. people don't think about money the way I think about it. So so for me, for you, may, maybe it works to not have a budget. Um, but especially you know I'm married, I've got a kid, and I'm trying to save a little more money. I I actually feel like I, I probably do need to budget a little more. Than I do, uh, and maybe buy a little bit less craft beer.
0: (laughs) Well, I don't know about that. I mean, there's there's other places you could cut that, but no. So, uh, where do you draw the line with with like lifestyle? Like, what's the one thing you won't you you just won't not spend your money on? I guess is the question.
2: Okay, so um, I. I wrote another post called The Big Why of Money and that's this it's kind of the my, the overall way I, I view money and and um, kind of how I see it. And uh, I, I there were three things that I wrote down in that post that I that those are the things that I'm not gonna compromise. And I don't like drop thousands every year on these things. Uh, but, but they're the three things, and that's kind of what you need to figure out in your life, I think. If you want to save money, uh, but you've, you've still got to figure out those few things that you can't compromise on. For me, they're folk art, craft beer, and travel. Those are the three things that are really important to me. Um, and, and I'm going to spend you know hundreds of dollars a year on folk art and craft beer, and probably thousands on travel, um, and then, you know what, all the other places I cut as much as possible. I'll, I drive a crappy car cause it doesn't matter to me. Mm. That's just transportation. I don't, mm. I don't care. Um, I do all these other things, everything else I write about on the site, you know, try to, try to cut back in every way possible. I, I, you know, just like most people now our age, I don't have cable. Um, you know, there's a million things I do to cut back so that I can on those highlights on the things that I actually love so I can spend money there. So those are things you would consider your lifestyle. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love awesome art in my house. Um, I was
0: going to ask, what is folk art? What is folk art? Oh man. Okay. I, so, I know it sounds like I'm an artistic person, and I assume I'm going to assume it in my head, but I want you to, to explain it.
2: Okay, so uh, boy, if I was going to describe folk art, I guess the definition would be untrained untrained artists making this work. So they're not like art school kids that, uh, and, and a lot of it looks, looks more rudimentary even, I guess. And, uh, oftentimes, oftentimes a lot of folk art has a religious connotation. Even, um, a lot, a lot of like think backwoods, Georgia, Alabama, uh, Mm. pastors of small churches making art, you know, getting inspired to do stuff. And it's, it's even taken on a new age in, um, Today, and there's a lot of inner city people making, you know, that don't have necessarily trained artistic talent making art, um, you you can see I posted one picture of one of my favorite local folk artists in Atlanta uh, on on that piece and so uh, on the piece the big Why of big Y of money on my site uh, and you can kind of see what it looks like I, I don't know it's hard to explain and it's hard to even explain why why I love it but uh, I just love the look of it man it's kind of whimsical slightly cartoonish um, but incredibly interesting to me
0: and this is stuff that like these are paintings I guess or
2: just yeah. It's- Lots of paintings there's uh and and lots of um, especially on like lots of found objects it's not going to be on your necessarily traditional canvas or something like that. It could just be found wood or uh or something like that and and using found objects even to enhance the the work of art
0: and you know what I'm actually uh looking at the the art you just you said was on your site yeah. and it looks like two rabbits and like a rabbit and a bear and yeah uh, so how old was the person that created this?
2: He, he's like 40 years old. No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, I mean. It looks kind of like kid stuff-ish, right? Yeah. It looks like a kid's painting. Yeah.
2: It's interesting, man. I don't know why. I'm, I am I gravitate towards it big time. Um, it speaks to you. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what it is about folk art, but I can't get enough of it.
0: Do you go to like, um, museums or, or galleries or anything like that?
2: Yeah, there's actually, uh, the, Biggest museum in Atlanta, uh, the High Museum of Art, because I think I'm not originally Southern, but I've lived in the South for almost all my life. And uh, because I think folk art is a particularly regional thing as well, um, most of the folk art comes from the South. Um, And so there's a, a really... A really nice uh, display of uh, folk art, like a wing in the High Museum of Art in Atlanta, dedicated towards it. And there's just so much cool stuff, man. There's a lot of history and Southern history involved in it as well. So, are you an it, artist yourself? No, no, I'm not. That's why I just admire it. Yeah, I, you just
0: appreciate art. I see. I, I wish I was like that.
2: It's you know, it's the same thing with beer. Like because, uh, especially in the in the saving money community, people are like, oh, well, you should try making your own beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm sure at some point in my life, if I worked at it, I could make a decent beer, but it takes so much time to make really awesome beers that, I mean, like, I'm just, I'll, I'm just going to be an appreciator of that, but not yeah. a Christian probably. Well, I'm a home brewer, so I, and it's,
0: and it, it does take a long time and you can make some really awesome and unique stuff that you wouldn't find in the stores, but yeah, it's time and it's money. It's not yeah. cheap. It's not cheaper than buying beer. I mean, yeah. depending yeah. on what you, it's depending on how many ingredients supposed- you add. Yeah. Yeah, so that oh, this is interesting now. I now I want to talk about folk art. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's like, see that's interesting. That's not that's like craft beer and folk art are. I don't think a lot of people share those two things as like the must-haves of life.
2: Right. Yeah. Everyone's got their own thing, right? So like those are mine. Those are the things that I enjoy uh passionately Mm -hmm. um and so you know figure out your two three four or five things that you enjoy passionately and you know what for some people it might be a car it might be an expensive car and that's something that they use a lot and really get a lot of joy out of Um, and so you know budget accordingly in the other places maybe maybe you don't buy alcohol and that saves you a lot of money because but um but you i think you have to if if you're gonna if you want to be good about saving money diligently, about getting your finances in order. You have to find those things that you can spend money on that you can look forward to. Uh, if you don't have that, it, it becomes drudgery. And uh, I think it probably disincentivizes you to even think about saving money at all.
0: Yeah, I like the concept of three things. Andrew, what three things do you think you could not, not spend your money on?
1: Definitely alcohol. I mean, okay. it, it is part craft beer and, and part um, liquor. I like my rum, my tasty rum. I like <laughs> my my cognac. Uh, I, I like uh, technology. Like, I need a computer. Like, I cannot live without technology. I'm just super nerd. And the third one. Mm, fashion. Huh? Purses, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> because like, so I'm, really, I'm really fashion forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I don't even know if I could think of three. I, 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 I honestly don't know.
2: You like, couldn't think of three things? Actually, you-, you know
1: what? I would add. I would add my third as vacation as well. Like, travel. like Joel, yeah, travel. Like, I, I'm big on that, and and I will drop money on vacations and like nothing else. Not think about it. Yeah, like we we go on ridiculous vacations because that's like my thing. I mean, that's our thing, but
0: you know, I, I you know, I really can't think of anything. I think, uh, like. Like things I don't think about, like I've just – like food probably. Um, I will go out to eat and I don't care what I spend. I just – I want what I want when I eat and I like really – I'm a foodie like at heart and that to me is just like – because I, I, I'm, a, I'm a cook too so I, I enjoy cooking. That stuff, yeah, I guess that's one thing. I couldn't live without food. So let say that. <laughs> uh, alcohol, you know, I could kind of like not go – I can go without alcohol. Beer, I don't know. I mean, beer I can, I can drink like only on the weekends um, just because of health reasons and uh, weight reasons. Uh, but no, I, w- I would probably need beer. Beer is my favorite thing in the world besides food. So it's all things I consume. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not into fat. Yeah, I think that's like the only two things that I don't think I could live life without. And I don't mind what I spend on that. So yeah, if I could just eat and drink all the time, I think I'd be pretty happy. I wouldn't yeah. need anything else. Maybe a computer, but you know that's first porn.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I think I, I think Matt that uh, if if you spent all your life just eating and drinking, though, I don't know, man, that could that could get a little old after a while. That could get
0: old, yeah. That could get yeah. pricey too.
2: Yeah, exactly. If I'm eating all beluga
0: caviar and champagne and llama meat, <laughs> an well, and that,
1: oh,
2: did you say llama bean? I did. That's what I don't. What are those? Llama meat? It's just, yeah, it was from an oh, llama meat. Uh,
0: it was from an earlier episode. Oh, I missed that one. It's not out yet, but it will be, and then okay. it will make sense. <laughs> <All> <laughs> I, right. I mean, I,
2: I, don't think
1: think it, I don't think it will make sense. <laughs> I don't think it will
2: <laughs> there. <laughs> might just keep this for more.
0: Yeah, so, uh, I mean, what other areas do you cut? Um, I guess uh, you, you said you don't have cable. I mean, when I lived alone and, didn't ha- and had to worry about the cable bill, I cut cable. And that didn't cramp my lifestyle at all. I don't want. I'm not a sports guy, so I know people that like need to watch their sports. Kind of, kind of have to have cable. You can't watch sports on Netflix, unfortunately. Right,
2: right. So there are a bunch of other places you can cut. And if you always come back to that, is this in my top three? Is this is this one of those things that I can't not cut back on? Uh, I, it becomes easier to cut. But, I mean, dude, there's, there's a, a billion ways. Like, let's say you're traveling to see a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and take Instead of driving your car, which costs a lot of money, especially if you're just driving it by yourself, maybe try taking the bus instead. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I write about Megabus. That's one of my favorite ways to save money, it, it, traveling between cities on the bus for as low as a dollar. Yeah, that's um, those buses that say $1 on it, right? Yeah, exactly. So and I've taken that uh, a, a few times. Um, How is from- it
1: only a dollar? Like do they put you in like the glove compartment or something? Like what? <laughs> How is that <laughs> a thing?
2: Well, that's a good question. Uh, basically, the way they do it is the first tickets they release are a dollar, and then it goes up from there. It's still really cheap after a dollar, like I've gotten tickets for five bucks, but then the closer you get to the to the date uh, of departure, it's just going to get more and more expensive. Um, so you know may- maybe if you're if you're booking the ticket three days before, you might pay sixty, 70, 80, 90 bucks for your ticket um and so that's how they kind of feed the beast. It's a nice promotional tool to be able to offer the one dollar tickets. And if you can book ahead of time for a little vacation, if you can book three months ahead of time on Megabus, that's how you're actually going to score tickets uh, f- for that cheap. But mm-hmm. even if you pay the higher price, you're still saving money because you know you talk about fueling up your car, you know, for for a six hour drive mm-hmm. and back versus uh, a fifty dollar ticket. Um, you're still saving money taking taking the bus.
0: Yeah, and that's I mean, but. Uh- Hmm. Would that be? I guess that wouldn't be cramping your lifestyle. You're still getting from point A to point B.
2: Wear and tear in your car. You know.
0: Yeah, you're saving. Yeah, that too.
2: That's the way. That's the way I think about it. You know. I mean, I guess part of it just just uh, takes just a change in mindset. And so, yeah, the way I think of it is, I'm still getting there. And you know what? Driving six hours, actually sitting in the driver's seat and paying attention to traffic kind of sucks
0: it does kind of suck
2: yeah yeah Yeah. and mega mega bus has free wi-fi i I sit back i chill i mean it's it's awesome wow
0: free wi-fi
2: yeah so it's a matter of the way you look at it Hmm. see that's pretty interesting
1: because i would sit on the bus and i would do email i'd browse the web get stuff done watch videos yeah i would actively use my time instead of like like you said stare at a stopped car in front of me
2: exactly yeah so that's, that's one way, I mean, something a ton of people write about, you know, we just talked about cutting the cord, but then there's uh, saving money every month on your cell phone service. And if you just, I mean, there's a couple of providers now, um, and T-Mobile is one of them, they'll actually pay you, they'll pay your break fee uh, of, of your contract. If you're with Verizon or AT&T and you're paying 70, 80 bucks a month for your cell phone service, you can cut that in half. Uh, With somebody else, and you're just not not really missing anything. There's, you know, you're not cramping your lifestyle, but you're saving forty bucks a month. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh huh. What? Wait, wait, wait. First, do do you use T-Mobile? I currently do not use T-Mobile. I I actually, and people, it takes a little explaining. I still use Sprint, and the reason I use Sprint is because I have five people on a family plan. Uh Uh, So me and my wife, and then. Three of our friends, uh, and they pay me every month, uh, and then and it, I get unlimited everything, and then the subsidized, pretty much free phones every time I upgrade. Uh, so for me, it still makes sense because it comes out to less than fifty dollars a month with mm-hmm. you when you have five people on the family plan. It just makes sense. Uh, for me to stay on, stay on Sprint, but for most people, it doesn't make sense to be on one of the major carriers. It makes sense to be on T-Mobile or one of the startups like Republic Wireless is awesome. Um, they're offering the same service. They're, they run on Sprint's network. And th- so you're getting the same service, but you're paying half the price.
0: See, okay. I pay I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I pay $70 a month with AT&T, which I'm very happy with AT&T service. Can't okay. complain. But I have an iPhone and I have to have an iPhone because I'm an Apple fanboy. Uh and I know T-Mobile can carry Apple. I didn't know about the contract breaking though.
2: Yeah, T-Mobile they just launched that m- maybe a a month and a half ago, uh hmm. just trying to basically steal steal people from AT&T. Uh, and from, from Verizon. So basically they're saying, hey, Switch, we'll pay the $350 contract break fee. We'll pay you for your phone. Um, and then you get this, you know, buy a new phone from us and, and, and a new cheaper uh, monthly plan
0: interesting
2: but it 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 depends on who you are right like we're talking so for me like maybe for andrew this wouldn't work because he likes a new phone every year and he gets the upgrade thing and he pays a little more every month and it works out fine for me i don't care as much about that stuff you know i have a decent phone but uh but it's it's not it doesn't matter that much to me so it, it partly depends on who you are and how much these things matter but the honestly the best the best thing out there right now is Republic Wireless. If if you're cool with a decent Android phone, they've got seriously a nice one for 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can get a con- uh, no contract, and then you can your monthly plans start as low as five bucks a month. But the 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 ones that most people are going to want are 25 or 40.
0: Right. What other gems you got hidden there?
2: Well, dude, just tons, <laughs> just tons. So uh, one of my other, honestly, my most The most uh, looked at page on my site Mm -hmm. is for do-it-yourself pest control. Um, So if you uh, pay someone, like most people do that own a home, if you pay someone $70 every quarter, $80, $100 a quarter to come to your house and do pest control, uh, you can do it yourself. And I'm not talking about going to Home Depot and buying what they have there because they just don't sell the primo stuff that the pest con- that the pest control companies that come to your house use but there are a couple websites that sell the legit stuff it's really easy it takes almost no time um, and it costs you basically 55 to sixty dollars to outfit yourself for years of doing your own pest control so that's a great way to save it doesn't cramp your style but it saves you a bunch of money every year
0: Wow so- do, do, I didn't know that people need it like quarterly pest control
2: yeah man do you own your own home
0: i did i never i mean it was brand i bought it brand new okay and it's a condo yeah, you're, so
2: you're you're supposed to um especially i mean it de- depends on uh, i guess on how bad the bug problem is around you but most people especially around where i live uh in the south i mean bugs are just just kind of crazy mm. in the spring and summer uh and to keep, to keep that stuff out of your house, man, it, it's just really important to spray once every three months uh, around the exterior of your home. Um, and, you, you know, most people pay for someone to come out quarterly and do that for them. And you can do it yourself, and it is really cheap. And it's the same thing. It costs almost no money, and it's the same thing, which is wow. awesome.
0: So, I mean, you so you're doing the traveling. You got the fine art, fine art, folk art. Uh, which the is fine folk art fine folk art. Yeah. I mean, that's still a thing. Uh, you're drinking the craft beer. So life's pretty good, right?
2: Dude, life's great, man. I, I, I think I, I, I'm an eternal optimist, right? So, okay. so the, the way I think of things, I guess maybe that helps in the way I think about money. Cause I can, I, I can think about it in that right way. I think most people, when they think about money, it's almost like a negative connotation, right? It's like, oh, too much of it's going out, not enough of it's coming in. I I don't know how to how to fix this. And I think if you can even just change your mindset to think about it a little differently, it can make a total it it can make all the difference in the way you handle it. Um and if you can change your habits to actually handle it better. Uh and it it's not about um giving up everything and, and, you know, living, living in your house secluded and not spending money on anything. Like you don't have to live like that, but if you can cut in those other ways and actually spend money in the places, you know, that matter to you, you know, like I was saying with Andrew, maybe, maybe with, you know, his love of technology, paying a little more every month for cell phone service, maybe that's better. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but who thinks, oh man, I'm so glad that, that this person comes to my house and sprays for pests, so I don't have to do it, right. it, it most people just don't know of these options out there uh, to save money on the things that don't really matter to them. you know another thing let's say you're you you have a prescription that you have every month and you're going to your local drugstore right down the street. Did you know that the warehouse clubs Costco in particular has Like the best prices on prescriptions, you could save hundreds of dollars just Hmm. by where you get your prescription, and you don't even have to be a member of Costco to get your prescriptions filled there.
1: Oh, that's interesting. That's really interesting. I had had no idea that they were cheap for for discount prescriptions,
2: and it's a huge difference, man—a huge difference, Um, especially on certain medications. So, depending on what you're, it's worth it to call them and ask what ask at least uh, what they would charge for that prescription, and you could be saving a ton of money every month just by going to Costco to pick up your prescription instead of the local drugstore.
0: So, were you always like this? Were you always uh, conscious of money and and had this mindset, or is this something that you came to later in life?
2: So, I I've always been conscious of it, especially because. Um, And I I did write about this at one point. I think it's on my about page maybe. Uh, My my parents ran into some big financial hurdles when I was growing up, and I saw um, how much friction it can cause in a family, uh, just not having the finances under control and not knowing – where it's going or, or, or how, you know, my parents both worked and they both worked a lot and they just couldn't seem to get it under control and it caused a lot of friction. And so for me, I just was always like super cheap because of that, because I never wanted to, uh, money to become that sort of frictionary component in my life. Um, and then my, my day job for the last seven and a half years has been working for this guy named Clark Howard, who has uh, a radio show. He's, he's had a TV show. Um, he's syndicated around the nation and he talks about money. And so it kind of gave me this outlet working with him, um, to hear about money in like a positive way and how you can uh, save more and spend less. Uh, and so working with Clark and then kind of having my own take on money as well. That's why I started my own website, save outside the box. Um, to kind of maybe skew towards a younger audience as well. Hey, these are the things that I do. I'm, you know, late 20s, now I'm 30. Uh, and, and it's not boring crap. It's stuff that can actually, like, save you tons of money, and and, and it's, you know, it's it's good, and, and you can do it, you know? So that's kind of my motivation behind it.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I, I, was, I was just curious as, uh, you know, some people have a realization. I had a realization, and I just decided to become better at money. You just, you... Maybe didn't have a realization, but you saw something in your personal life that made you want to go the other way, which yeah, is interesting. He- you had to make that decision consciously.
2: Yeah, to- totally. Um, and most, I feel like most of the financial bloggers that I've met out there, y- usually it comes from a striking amount of debt. Mm-hmm. Most most people, you know, dollars There's a guy that I know who paid off hundred and ten thousand dollars worth of debt in five years. Wow! wow. Uh, yes, that's that's crazy, man. Uh, his <laughs> name's Travis, and he he killed it and somehow paid off that much debt in five years. I don't know how you do that. Uh, I don't think I would have the discipline to do that. So I'm just really fortunate that I stayed out of it because of of what I saw uh, growing up at home and seeing what debt could could do to you as a family and as a person and so i just didn't didn't want to have any part of that um but yeah it's interesting because most people it is like that realize holy crap i'm in 50k in debt i gotta do something it's this is killing me yeah i get to that breaking point yeah so is that what happened with you guys
0: um no andrew right you've always been kind of good with money right
1: yeah, I just kind of been nerdy about it. Like my my dad was in finance, and uh, so there's always numbers. And, and actually, similar to you, my parents when I was really young, they would go to the supermarket with a calculator. Like they, they, they we were eating ramen and stuff. Like we they had nothing, and so they really they learned themselves and then distilled it into me. And I just kind of took it to the next level.
2: That's awesome, man. Yeah,
0: I was the complete opposite. My, my my dad spends money like water. My mom is more conservative, um, but they never imparted that knowledge on. Well, my dad imparted the knowledge of spending whatever the hell you want on whatever you want, whenever you want, <laughs> on me. Um, and I had a job very early. I was working at 13 years old and uh, just had money at a very early age, and just didn't know what to do with it, and never had any formal education, and then uh, you know, fast forward 25 years later, and I'm like, shit, I need to do something with my, you know, I need to figure this <laughs> out. And I and I I kind of just came to the realization on my own. I wasn't in a, in a crazy amount of debt, but um, enough. I, I I basically quit my job, or or left my job, or got fired from my job, and I wanted to do like what I do full time, and I knew I had to you know, educate myself on money if that was something I was going to pursue and that's the lifestyle that I wanted. So, yeah, I, I you know, I met Andrew and I read some books and started educating myself and here I am debt free and, you know, running a personal finance podcast and, <laughs> you know, just edu- c- consistently educating and, and learning a lot from people who it's, it's, it's fascinating to me to see people who've kind of just had it like this kind of new It wasn't like a. a, There was no turning point. There was no like, you know. I mean, you had a moment when you were younger, but I mean, you had it when you were younger, (laughs) and that's so awesome. Like, I wish I was thirteen and got the first paycheck and said, "I'm going to stash this away because one day I'm going to need this."
2: Right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of these people. These. I'm always struck. Some of these financial bloggers out there are 23. 24 and they're writing about money and i'm I'm like (laughs) we'll get that like how did you get that way it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing it's really incredible
0: and i hope that uh like what you're doing on save outside the box and and what we're doing here with the podcast i think is like trying to educate the millennials trying to educate the younger generation coming up because they don't have it it's still not in the school system right and i think that's an issue
2: and (laughs) totally and i think like a lot of these a a lot of these blog what you guys are doing speaks to like certain people right and Mm -hmm. i'm doing hopefully speaks to certain people and uh and and everyone's kind of got a different take you know like in my my take is like hey there's like a billion ways that you can cut your monthly budget and i'm gonna try to like write something on all of them (laughs) at some point you know i want you to save money on this 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 and this and and you know what if you can do that man then you can just like enjoy the awesome things that you really love and not feel like crap every month because you're you know you're you're spending more than you're bringing in.
0: Yeah, and I think the first yeah. thing, I like your uh, you know, deciding on those three or four things that, you know, you really you really love. Yeah. You know, yeah. and those are the things you focus your your money on and the rest can kind of, you know, lay by the wayside.
2: I think that's how you do it without cramping your lifestyle. You yeah. know, that's that I think that's how you got to do it. So oh. that's everyone's homework assignment out there. Find those three or four things and and write them down and and then you know make your budget accordingly.
0: Perfect. I think that's a perfect place to end it too. So Joel, thank you so much for being on. And your stories and your saving tips, you need to like you need to come back on with some more like crazy tips.
2: Dude, I'll do it. I'm happy to come back anytime. And uh I'm glad you guys had me on. It was it was great hanging out. Um, and yeah, next time I'll come back with some more crazy ones that you haven't heard of and, beer. and we'll, and we'll both have beer
0: and we'll be, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. I'll we'll be a beer off. Pick up your game on that one, Matt.
0: <laughs> I, 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 definitely will. The sake is, the sake is kicking in now, so it's good. So guys, thanks for hanging out with us today. And remember, if you have any questions and you'd like us to answer them, please email us at listenmoneymatters@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We really want to hear from you guys. And if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen. The reviews are super, super important. Andrew and I read every single one of them, and we will write you back for sure. Uh, Also, uh, I have to mention that we we always talk about a free money management tool called Mint. Joel, do you use Mint? I do. Yeah, Mint is excellent. It's totally free, mint.com, and we highly recommend you sign up for it if you haven't already. And if you have already or you're thinking about it, we have a book that we wrote called Mastering Mint which you can find at masteringmint.com and it's a great book that Andrew put together. I did a lot of the graphics and it's just it'll help you get started using the the free tool and if you enter the promo code podcast you get 5 bucks off. So that's our gift to you for listening to the show. And last but not least, if you want to learn more about personal finance and money management, we're always writing new stuff and posting up new episodes at listenmoneymatters.com. So that's it. Joel, thanks again for hanging out with us. Um, but we looked a- we're looked. we going to have you back on for sure. We need some more tips.
2: Cool, man. Sounds good. I-, I was glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yep. We
0: look forward to the next episode. Andrew, have a good night, my friend. Later, Matt. Later.